continuing special tribute to Frederick Leonard. Part four, Frederick Leonard. When you hear that name, what does that name mean to you? Well, again, when you mention his name, people automatically say he's an actor, entrepreneur, director, producer, but you know, you know what he is to me? A man. I want to get to know Frederick Leonard, the man, the little boy, the young man. We talked about his childhood. We talked about him being a model before he became an actor. Let's just talk about the man himself. You know, again, I advise all of you to watch No Holds Bar. It, it shows the actual man, the man himself, talking about real things. I'm talking about acting. I mean, yes, he dwells into that, but he talked about his childhood, his mother. You know, that part made me cry. My emotions were so overwhelmed. I thought to myself, here is a man that everybody could learn to love, that everybody should follow. If you want to one day do what he does, watch his videos. He teaches you how to produce, how to direct how to set up a scene, the special effects. Where does the music come from? You always want to wonder how these things are done, right? Well, if you watch him, he explains every scene. He tells you um, where to stand and, and, and you know who each person is in terms of character. He also himself shows you how it's done when he plays a part, which is fascinating. But see, yes, that's wonderful for a lot of you people out there that are mesmerized by what he does and the characters. There are certain movies, though, that I really love him in. Um, and the movies that I watch him are the ones when he first started in his career. Why? Well, to get an idea of, hey, everybody makes mistakes when they first start out. And I noticed it in, in certain movies. You know, there, and also there are certain things that I never even knew existed. You know, just watching closely the scene. Um, because again, there are certain movies, the one movie that I do like and I watch consistently, and I know you're going to say, oh, well, you talked about this already, Before Birth. Now, there's After Birth. Part two is After Birth. It's a continuation. So now his mother tells him the truth about who his father is. Him and his father develop a relationship. Now, the thing in the movie that kind of interests me is the fact that now he forgave his mother, even though she lied to him in the beginning. You know, there was a tense moment in before birth, but then after birth, the mother didn't really quite like the idea of her son forming a relationship with his father because of the fact of how it happened, how he was conceived. Well, I think you've got to look past that. You've got to learn how to forgive, to just kind of move on. So then there's Serafina. Now, Serafina in the, in the first movie was a secretary. You know, they didn't show that she had a relationship of any kind. But in the second part, after birth, she had a relationship with a man named Hanson. And this guy didn't really care for her. You know, he was deceiving her, putting her on, leading her on. And she went to go surprise him, I guess. She was trying to call him. That's the thing we talk about is relationships and how people treat each other in relationships. If you watch in the movies, you think, okay, there's always a happily ever after. 
Yes, there is in this movie, but it took a long time for her to really figure that out. So she goes to see him to tell him, guess what, honey, I have a promotion. And then she noticed the two glasses on the table. And he doesn't, he seems surprised to see her because in all honesty, he's playing around with her with another woman, which is very shameful if you ask me. And then once she comes out of the room, the other woman, his, well, ex-girlfriend, leaves, cries for days, doesn't go to work. And that's where, okay, now Frederick Leonard, at the time, they were just boss and secretary. Then he finds out that, quote, she's related to him. They're half brother and half sister. And the premise of the movie is, okay, so now they found out that they have the same father. That the father, he even admitted, he goes, oh, I have so many children from all over the world and I've impregnated so many women. Oh my God. And they they were gonna get married originally because he felt bad for the way his friend treated her. And he had started to develop feelings, and then when the truth came out that they were half brother and sister, that's the part that kind of, I had a feeling of what it was about, but I was just waiting for that moment when the man says, brother and sister cannot get married. But I don't think she was upset that she couldn't get married to him. No, she was upset because of Hanson. She has a deep love for him, and he was set to marry another woman, and then her brother came in and kind of saved the day and got them together. In the end, there was a happy ending. She got married, and they showed the pictures, the wedding pictures. This is what I like about Frederick Leonard. He looks good in a suit. You think, oh my God, he was really good in that movie. You know, it showed a lot of raw emotion in his younger years. Now, there's another movie that I'm fascinated with him. Um, and again, we talked about the most caring husband. I liked the first part. I didn't like the second part of that movie because in the second part, his friend got so jealous he killed him. I'm like, oh, I don't want to see him in movies that he gets killed. I mean, yes, he's very good at what he does and how you do it is amazing, but I don't want to see that. But the movie that I'm referring to, um, if I could just try to remember, he was really young in this movie too. Good looking man, oof, mamma mia. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little hot under the collar talking about him, but in his younger years, you see him develop as an actor. Before he became a producer and director, he was an actor. And I'm sure a lot of people say, is acting difficult? It, well, it's not easy. You have to remember lines. Now, there are some people that are born actors. In other words, they never went to school. They're just, they just have a special gift. Now, I see myself doing a narration of some sort of my own life story. And I would love, again, to do a one-on-one sit-down with Frederick Leonard. To know more about him as a man. Not as what he portrays on TV. Because, again, a lot of people confuse him with the characters he plays versus who he is as a man. Now, he's also good with children. Now think about this. Look at Frederick Leonard when he plays a character, when he plays a father to different children. He's good. And I thought, well, in real life one day when he meets someone, falls in love and has a family of his own, he'll make a great father. He's funny, he's caring, he's, he's smart, knowledgeable, sexy. Come on. Come on, ladies, we all know he's sexy, but he would make a great father. He talked about his childhood, and then they asked him a question about, you know, when it comes time for you to settle down and when you become a father yourself, would you change diapers? And he goes, yeah, why not? The 3 a.m. feedings, changing of the diapers. I think that's, that's very admirable and very sexy when a man wants to participate. Because, you know, women are giving birth. 
you know, you create a child with a woman and she carries that child for nine months and then she gives birth and presents you with a child. And now she's tired. So you gotta pamper your wife and you gotta take care of the child. You know, for her, it takes a toll on her body and on herself. And he thinks, now I'm gonna step in and I'm gonna take care of my wife and my child. And I'm like, I think I see him and I can picture him as a good father. If you see him in the movies, he's a great father. And you think, okay, he's just playing a character. But in real life, he'll be a terrific father. A wonderful husband, terrific father. He has those qualities. Now, a lot of people, again, don't know his backstory. If you get to know him as a man, not as an actor, he's a different person. And a lot of people ask him, what's the difference between you playing a character and you being yourself? Well, if you're on television, you're acting. You're portraying a character, whether good or bad. And of course, they typecast him always as a bad guy. Don't typecast Frederick Leonard as a bad man. Don't make him abusive. Don't make him mean. Don't make him that. Make him a guy who's caring and funny and lovable and, and has wisdom and knowledge. In other words, a great actor. But when you start typecasting, that's where it gets a little out of hand. And they do that in Hollywood. They take, say, someone has a famous, famous person they love, and he's always playing a bad guy. What happens if we switch up the roles and he plays a good guy? Then people are going to say, no, we liked him as a bad guy. Well, again, he could play many different roles. And he has played many different roles. And he's also played roles where he's not always, quote, a businessman who has it all. You know, driving the fancy car and living in the fancy estate. In the movies, he plays a poor guy. Why? Because, again, he's not mocking poor people. When he was a little boy, he grew up in poverty. That's why I relate to him because I think of my parents and what they went through. They survived. In my book, he's a true survivor. If you think of all the struggles that are going on right now, you don't think he's struggling? Just because you see him on television, just because you see him behind the scenes, you don't know what's really going on with someone. You think, oh yeah, they have everything. They have this grand life and they're, and they're happy and content. But think about this, peel away those layers. Because again, we're all struggling. You just don't see. Now, okay, if you see him on his YouTube channel, he'll do videos. And he'll do videos whether he's in front of the camera, behind the camera, or just showing you who he is as a man. He's funny. He's comical. He can dance. He's got a great body. I know I'm getting hot under the collar talking about him. I would love to meet him in person just to get an idea of who he is, his circumstances. The circumstances in, in your childhood shapes you to the person you're going to become when you ask yourself this question. What is, what is the one thing that people love about Frederick Leonard? Well, to me, he's a real man. I don't see him anything but um, as a man, a man who's great at what he does and can think outside of the box. It can offer wisdom and teaching and knowledge and everything in between. But again, people cannot separate the fact or won't accept the fact that he's just a man. They say, well, we see him as an actor. Yes, he is that. He acts, he produces, he directs. But he's more than that. If, if you can try to understand, if you look at his life story, again, watch that video, No Holds Barred. I think it happened in around May of 2020, I believe. A sit-down, No Holds Barred special with Frederick Leonard. And every question that is posed of him, he asks. Do you know how many people can sit there and talk about their personal life? Not many. 
talk about what what they what they dealt with in their earlier years. I mean, he talks about being a model, didn't like it. He went back to school. And then people ask, well, what would you have done if you weren't an actor? I think he said something about politics. But see, my opinion is this. I think when actors go into politics, some of it's good and some of it isn't. And you think to yourself, you're only meant for one thing. Now, people may say, oh, he might be great as a politician. He could be president. He has great ideas, great insights in the places where he's lived. But I'm pretty sure that acting, producing, directing, he loves. And I think one day, and seriously, in all honesty, because he has to have a private life like everybody else, he should just take it easy. You get to be at a certain age where you think, okay, now I have to find myself happiness. He has a right to happiness. He has a right to have a family and a, and, a, and a life with somebody. When you're constantly working, who has the time to do that? Now, if you look at his co-stars, most of them are married and have children and make it work. Some of them, though, are smart and keep the private life separate from the business world. Because think about this. When you combine family and work, that's not always a good thing. And you're always in social media. Social media will take whatever you say or do and use it against you. I always think that social media is kind of like poison. Because again, we all have to have privacy in our lives. Think about this, even ordinary people like ourselves put ourselves out there on all the social media platforms. For me, I stay away from social media. I just don't want to have confrontation with anybody. In the past when I've done videos or or even when I did that LinkedIn live video, I got attacked by this one woman because she had said to me, you misrepresented the female race. And I said, but what did I do that was so bad? All I did was talk about my survival story and how I defeated cancer and kind of give a, a, a health lesson to anybody who has questions about cancer, not just breast cancer, all cancers. Then I always say to myself, if I can get through life, and right now I'm struggling, we all have to have somebody that we can look up to. You know, everybody says, do, well, do you have to be famous to be inspired by someone? No. Actually, I've heard from people in my own contact list that said to me, we admire you. And I said, but why? I haven't done anything special. You defeated cancer, and you're here to talk about it, and you're proudly, pr- you're proudly showing us your battle scar. You could have been one of those women that shied away from that, and I did. I went on last year in LinkedIn Live and told the world what I went through. And I thought to myself, now you, you're a true celebrity. Now, a lot of people ask me, would you do your own story? Sure I would. But see, we're talking about a man that, well, a man that I admire. Yes, I don't know him personally. I wish I did. And if I had known him or I had known him, again, I want to sit down and do a one-on-one interview with him because I really believe I could learn a lot from him. We have a lot of things in common. He just doesn't know it. And you say to yourself, what do you have in common with him? Our life story. And the fact of the matter is, again, sometimes you can have a deep personal connection with someone you've never met. Because in your mind's eye, you think, I listen to him, he speaks eloquently. He knows how to present his ideas. I know how to present my ideas. I've been told that I'm a very good uh, narrator on these podcasts. I think I am. And as a matter of fact, I know I am. But when I look at Frederick Leonard, I look at a man who I can actually want to get to know just to find out more about him the man not the actor the producer and director because everybody sees him that way 
I don't. In a town where I live in, when there's actors and celebrities of all kinds, and not just people who work on television, there's authors, there's publishers, there's musicians. There's a lot of people in this town that are, that are famous, but to me, they're just people. I mean, I can be living next, next door to someone who's in the producer, director. As a matter of fact, my next door neighbor's brother is a well-known director and has produced and, and has starred in some, you know, created some fe feature films of his own. So it's like, there you go, you know someone who's in that field. I went to school with someone who's also in, in, the, uh, in the director's speak and created short films and independent films. And I'm like, oh my God, I know this person. I went to school with them. So you can meet people in many ways and know them before they became, quote, famous. And I'm sure when he was growing up, people lived next to him and go, yeah, I knew Frederick Leonard before he got attacked and before he became famous. We went to school together or we lived next door to each other. Think about that. If you say to yourself, yeah, he's just an ordinary person doing a job, he is. And if you say, well, you can't put them and, and us in the same category, yes, you can. It doesn't matter what industry you work in. People are people, right? Think about this, celebrities are struggling every single day. Yes, they may be working in the field that they're in. They have families to support, children to put through to school and, and feed and clothe and take care of. Think about that. You think that that's not a struggle? It is, because times are tough. Times are, 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 are difficult. Times are difficult and, and tough. But you see, how do you not think about it? Well, for me, it's called positive. I don't look at the negative anymore. I look at the positive. I look towards the present, the now, the future. And a lot of people have asked me, well, how do you stay so calm in this, in this negative world? Well, let's put it this way. You have to be strong to get through any type of life struggle. And if you look at people who are entertainers, they're struggling too. You don't think they're... You think everybody has a grand lifestyle? Think again. Now, if you look like at a man like Frederick Leonard. Yeah, he might have that lifestyle. But let me ask you something. Do you think he's truly happy? If you really look into him, you're seeing a man who loves directing, producing, but he also wants a life of his own. He's entitled to that. The one thing I ask of all you, respect his privacy. When he does YouTube videos, he'll come out and say, you could ask me anything you want, just don't go into my private life. Because again, we want to respect the privacy of Frederick Leonard. When we look at him, we see someone we admire, someone we adore, someone we really want to get to know. I myself admire him for everything that he's gone through. You know, he, everything he talks about. When he talks about his mother, he puts her up on that pedestal. He makes her special. And if you look at him as a little boy, he was a beautiful, handsome little boy. So cute. I mean, my God. His mother, beautiful woman. They look alike, mother and son. He talks about his siblings, the relationship he has with his siblings. He talks about every part of his childhood. He doesn't leave anything out. And you see the tears. He's not acting. He's really showing emotion. That's attractive quality in a man when they start to cry. Come on, we can all take a page from his book. You know, I compare myself with him because my lifestyle, too, was, I mean, it's not grand by any means. It's comfortable. But it is a struggle, I'll admit it to you. I don't think about it though. You know what I think about? The present, the now, what's gonna happen in the future.
and I'm sure he's thinking that too. A part of them will be will work and continue to work, but another part of them is going to want to take a break to find that happiness, and there's nothing wrong with that. So Frederick Leonard, if you're out there and you hear what I'm saying, and I hope you hear this tribute, we admire you, we adore you, we love you. Continue to be great, continue to be you, continue to be you. That's the key word, you. God bless you, Frederick Leonard. Take care. Thank you.